Everybody, sorry I'm late. I uh, am a dog, and my family left me with the farm, and I gotta get homeward to them. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to this film has not yet created the podcast where we make our own versions of movie sequels that never got made. I'm your host Christopher Evis, and with me, as always, is my co-host Mr. Steve Gandhi. Hi, sorry I'm late, but I was just going over the rules and. Ain't nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball. No, there's not. No, there's not. Oh, but you know, he's also not a student at the school, therefore should be able to play. <laughs> That's the main thing, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but what if he was going to, like, obedience classes on school property? What public school has the funding <laughs> for, for local dog obedience classes that, like, the bastards don't even show up? It's just, here you go, here's the dogs. That's fair. I want to live in that world, though. Um, this week, we are joined by uh, some fantastic guests. This might be the first one where we've had three guests. Three, three guests? So How exciting. Uh, first up, please welcome a very funny comedian. You've seen her on the show before. She is uh, a writer, a performer. Uh, she's been doing stand-up during the time of COVID. I want to learn more about what that experience has been like. Uh, but she's also the host of a very cool podcast called White Collars, Red Hands, available wherever you get your podcasts. Please welcome Miss Nina Kern. Oh, I'm sorry I'm late. My dad, who's a king, died, and my uncle blamed it on me, so I went and lived in the jungle with these randos until my childhood crush came and found me, and then I went back and killed my uncle. <laughs> Welcome, Nina. So happy to have you back with us. I am happy to be back as well. And joining us along with Nina, just as previously when we covered Rollerball. (laughs) (laughs) Again, sorry for that, world. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. I'm still living it and regretting it. Every day. (laughs) It killed John McTeary. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, Steve and I's very funny roommate. Uh, very cool improviser. Maybe not cool, but he's (laughs) very funny. He's, I mean... I'm digging myself a hole here. Let's just get out of it. Please welcome Mr. Nate now. Uh, sorry, I'm like, uh, I'm an alcoholic lawyer who got into some trouble with the law, and now I gotta go teach these uh, ruffian kids how to play some hockey. Quack. 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 I have never seen Mighty Ducks. Oh, that's what that was. I got the box set right there. Uh, yeah, and who's that voice? Joining us as well, another person you've seen on the show before. It's been a long time, and we've been dying to get him back. Uh, from Shaggy DA fame, from the Chris and Matt show fame, a very funny actor, writer, comedian, director. Please welcome Mr. Matt Lamson. I am so sorry that I am late, guys. I was just busy double-team slurping a comically long spaghetti noodle with a woman whose socioeconomics class is substantially higher than mine. Sorry about that. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, it could be worse. Your best friend from childhood could be hunting you down. <laughs> right. That is true. So, silver lining. Thanks for having me, guys. 
Uh, thanks for being with us. Oh my, it's so good to see all of your faces at the same time. Uh, it's been so long, I feel, since we've seen anybody in person. And mm-hmm. like, I heard a phrase yesterday it's that it's so not neat. my own, but I'm saying it now. I am vaxxed up from the slacks. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, nice. Dude. I'm only half vaxxed. Yeah. Oh, see, I, yeah, I'm vaxxed. I'm like in the process of getting vaxxed up from the slacks up. Like I got my Johnson first shot, but it's only the one shot. So I'm just waiting to not miss my shot. I oh, you know. just haven't gotten your shot yet. Don't, don't throw no. away your shot. Yeah, well, no, I got the shot, but like you're not fully vaxxed until two weeks. Oh, no. gotcha. It's only got to marinate. It's only been one week. Yeah. So I'm okay. like putting you all in danger. Someone, um, I'm a server and that's one of my jobs. And somebody had a shirt on that said vaccinated AF. That's great. So you had you served the coolest guy in Chicago. I definitely did the coolest man in Chicago. Amber Carmen and Fitz sells back shirts. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. There's a slogan making its way around social media saying this summer slogan is vaxxed, waxed, and ready for ass. And I'm, nice. I'm living my life that I'm, way. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nice. I'm just getting these from a slogan generator. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Guys, Big Johnson is still a t-shirt company and they still make shirts. I looked at it on Friday. They have a, it's like, got my two pricks and it's got like a big... Stop! Uh, man, truck stops are the best. I got my two pricks. Did anybody say anything cool to the doctor when they were like getting their shot? No. I'm getting mine Friday and now I gotta come uh, up with something. I just sobbed and said thank you. <laughs> no, that's cool. I'm gonna cry in a jewel. I think I uh, I don't know. The lady said I'm not from around here. I said where are you from? And she said Cleveland and then we had a bonding Ohio moment. Okay. And that was all we did. Uh, and then she yelled in the abandoned Kmart where I was getting my vaccine because <laughs> that is it was a giant ass Kmart. She was like She's from Ohio! I'm like, I don't want people to know that. They don't need to know. If you're from Ohio, you don't have to worry about what's in the vaccine. <laughs> <Right>. Absolutely <laughs> not. Are you kidding me? You're hanging out in an abandoned Kmart. They know you're from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome home. <laughs> you're safe now. I was told the vaccine was the Kmart special by the National Guard man who was there. Oh my God. That checks out. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's. Oh yeah, there were like fifty RB people. Yeah, there. I was scared. Really? I was like, "You are gonna hurt me when you give me this vaccine." You people are not gentle. You said army people. I heard Arby's people. <laughs> <laughs> I think they both give shots yeah. just as gently. It's the right. horsey sauce is one of the ingredients <laughs> of Moderna. Oh, I did come up this other day. When you're feeling sick after you get the Moderna shot, you get it time off from work for modernity yeah. leave. Ah! <laughs> that's pretty great. I made that one up. That's, that's, that's good. <laughs> pay this man leave. some money. <laughs> <laughs> Big Johnson t-shirts. Where are you at? <laughs> you can make that company. Oh, man. I want to start it. nothing. I don't know. <laughs> Nate, you would be great at making stupid puns into shirts. You would. Yeah, you made the stupid puns that made this episode. Yeah, actually, literally, all of your puns. Speaking of which, that's why we're here, right? Yeah, yeah. We're not covering a specific movie. We're tackling a genre of movies. (laughs) And the one that brought it up was Nate. So, Nate, tell us why we're doing this animal pun genre of movies. Oh, cool. I was in the middle of my 45-minute uh, shower like I always take. And I was what? Like, oh, man, I hate water. Uh, and I was like, you know what they should do for the podcast? Do their own Sharknado type movie. So that's got to be like an animal pun. So I gave myself 30 seconds to come up with one, and I came up with Megalodon about sharks 
in the mafia. <laughs> oh, God, that's great. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, oh, if I can do that in 30 seconds, we can all come up with something and write that. And here we are. <laughs> and here we here are. Here we are. Yo, Megalodon, uh, <laughs> a whole new meaning to sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> oh, God. And there's Damn a it. shark, Don, like right under the water. <laughs> oh, my God. Up. Dun, He's got dun. slicked back jet black hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks like little Stevie in Sopranos. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like Johnny Two Fins. <laughs> gonna wake up with a seahorse in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's this tiny horse doing? I'm gonna not even just do my script and just go straight to the my own. You're like, let me make this up right now. So yeah, Megalodon, I guess, was the inspiration, and yeah. he he was so excited. He's like, we gotta do this. We're like, okay, but <laughs> it turns out that this is the stupidest thing, and I'm so on board with it. Like, oh yeah, I, I love this idea. And all these movies in general. And um, what I'll say is, uh, in, in trying to think about my own, you know, title, my own movie, what, what would I do? Millions of titles running through your head, right? Yeah. And, and I'm just thinking, like, well, what's the format of my movie? Because animal movies is such a wide thing. It could be where it's, like, only the humans talk and the animals don't like mm-hmm. you know Mighty Joe Young or something, or it could be like the animals talk, but the people don't hear them. Like Homeward Bound, the animals could talk to each other and live in an animal world, like B movie. What I don't know why B movie is the reference for because he talks to the human. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, there's like a big court scene. That's why. Yeah, there's yeah. a big court scene at the end of it. <laughs> or like uh, animals that. Talk to the people and the people understand the animals, even though it's a human world. Uh, the one that comes to mind is Monkey Up. I don't know if you guys have seen no. Monkey Up. It is a awful Netflix original movie about a monkey who does commercials and can speak English. Wait, what's this called? Monkey Up. Uh, I'm adding it to my movie How list. The episode that I was on fits with this. The Shaggy DA. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's I've been typecast. I'm typecast. Right, right. Matt's only going to join us for animal movies. See you guys in a year, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Matt, what movies do you want to do? Oh, I was thinking like Gladiator. No! Shut up, man. Dustin's checks in. <laughs> Operation Dumbo Drop. Hey, Steve, can I come out of the cellar now? <laughs> oh. I, um... I, uh... Okay, so let's, let's just get into it. Let's just read through some of these stupid ideas. Um, in, in trying to come up with mine, the initial thought I had for a title was going to be this guy Fox. <laughs> and I thought, what a great, you know, maybe it's like Hitch, but he's a fox. And, yeah. and I don't know. Or maybe he's like a revolutionary as well. I don't know. Uh, so this guy Fox. And then another one I was thinking of was like the great Falcon. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just read your title, you dick. <laughs> and um, maybe another one could be uh, to be or not to be. <laughs> and Stop! Then, <laughs> Oh, starring Michael Richardson. Yeah, exactly. Um, or like, uh, our, uh, we have this roommate uh, who has a bunny rabbit, and I was thinking, well, how can I incorporate this bunny rabbit into something? So what if like a bunny and a hammock? 
<laughs> so, <laughs> about a hammock for bunnies or something? I don't know. These are great. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love it. Um, the one that I did come up with is called uh, The Hair-Brained Machinations of Mike Hawk. <laughs> 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 Guys, Big Johnson is still a company. (laughs) (laughs) And the the big, like, the overall story. So the script I've written is a couple, like, short scenes that would take place somewhere in the middle of the movie. Uh, The the overall story is that Axel is a bunny rabbit and Mike is a hawk. (laughs) 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 And and, uh, they're, like, they grow up together as babies, raised by the same family. And then um, Axel goes on to star as like a performer in commercials and stuff. And Mike somehow gets into the clutches of a mad scientist. And um, that's where we'll pick up, I think, with, uh, with the reading of this script. Great. Okay. So go ahead and pull up the harebrained machinations of Mike. <coughs> Again, leading up to this, it has been... They grew up as babies together. They've gone their separate ways. And now we're going to check in with them about midway through the movie, I guess. Um, here's our cast. Uh, Nate, you will be reading the role of Mad Scientist. Dope. Steve, you will be reading the role of Mike and Mom. And Matt, you'll be reading the role of Director and Son. Got it. And Nina, you'll be reading the role of Sally. All right. I will be reading the stage directions. Great. So this is <laughs> that title. Uh, the hairbrain machinations of Mike Hawk. Uh, interior, mountaintop, lair, night. A stormy night atop the mountain. Mad scientist laughs maniacally as he raises a goblet. <laughs> My plan is almost complete. He drinks from a goblet and sets it on the side table. And now, for the final step, live, live. He flips down one of those giant Frankenstein-style switches. Sparks fly everywhere. We see Mike, a big brown hawk. <laughs> we see it. <laughs> it's not a black? No. Oh, he could be black, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we see a close-up of his right eye open, and we hear him yell. <laughs> Mad scientist hands Mike a mirror. And as Mike holds it up, we see his reflection. We see for the first time that he has robotic cyborg parts and that the silvery metal over half of his face and the, uh, on the left side and the red glowing eye. <laughs> Mike tosses aside the mirror, drinks from the mad scientist's goblet, and tosses it to the ground, shattering it. Yes, yes, my friend. Now we shall take over the world! Fade <laughs> to black. Exterior, garden, day. Axel, a cute bunny, comes bounding through some bushes. In the clearing ahead of him, we see a small basket and some colored eggs. Cut! We hear a bell and see a lot of movement as the film crew move about. Director pulls aside Sally, a little girl that owns Axel. Beautiful, darling. That was wonderful. Can we make Axel jump a little higher as he comes out of the bush? 
I suppose. What do you think, Axel? Close up on Axel eating something and being really cute. Suddenly we hear, I'll look up and see a cyborg hawk flying around. Run! Axel! Mike dives down at the furious pace. We cut back and forth between Axel eating like a cutie without a care in the world, while Mike aggressively diving ever faster. Sally tries running to Axel and is stopped by director. No, girl, it's not worth it. (laughs) But he's my friend! As Mike gets closer to Axel, we see a flash of two small animals, a baby bunny and a baby hawk. Mike lands next to Axel rather than attack him. Flashback to exterior fields day. A baby bunny and baby hawk frolicking in an open field. Oh, look, they're brothers. Nothing will come between them. What about if what if what if what if them gets what if one gets brainwashed to be evil? <laughs> Mom tussles son's hair. Even then, family never forgets. Back to the garden. We see director's face light up. It's them. What? They were babies together. Brothers. Somehow they've been separated, but family never forgets. They're still brothers. Two brothers. Wow, Dad. You know them? I sure did, daughter. I sure did. (laughs) Scene. Ridiculous. I love it. Thanks. You wrote that in 40 minutes? I did write that in 40 minutes. I would dare say it's your best work. <laughs> Was it a reveal that she's my daughter at the very end? I, <laughs> well, I, I just feel like it's been so long since I've seen improv, and in every improv show ever, they're always like, hey, daughter, hi, father. Yeah, <laughs> it's really hard to refer to a girl character as no girl. <laughs> no, it's not improv because uh, Nina didn't play every mom. Right. Yeah. Uh, hey, wife. Hey, mom. Oh, cool. Thanks, every improviser ever. (laughs) The the story from here on out is that um, with the help of director and Sally, or dad and daughter, uh, (laughs) they fight the mad scientist and save the day, and Axel and Mike Hawk are the best of friends. (laughs) Also... Some ways, people were saying, Axel sounds a lot like Asshole. <laughs> I don't know if you tried that on purpose, but we had Mike Hawk and Asshole going on a lot of adventures. <laughs> nice! Yeah, I didn't better. plan it, but I'm totally happy with yeah. it. I love it. I, I just like the um, the kind of, like, how some of these movies like will push through. Like, oh, it's all about family in the end. And this one is, like, aggressively, like, yeah, we love family. And we also are family. Surprise! <laughs> yeah, this was written this by is... the people who wrote the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is my daughter. That's it. Yeah. Nothing more important than family. <laughs> family. Corona family. Yeah, Corona. <laughs> yeah, Bud Light line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so thanks for for going on that ridiculous. Yeah, it can't get better from here. I don't think so. I, we, there's no way. We've hit the peak. End the episode uh, now. <laughs> also, the rest of them are docs. That was a PDF. So I mean, already Bravo and yeah. Well, know, yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, compatibility. Won't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Just figured mine needed editing, so <laughs> left it up for anyone else's interpretation. Uh, Steve, I think uh, take us on take us on another journey, sure. my friend. 
Uh, okay, so mine uh, is definitely definitely in the vein of a kid's movie. Uh, I imagine that this is a DreamWorks movie. Great. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it stars Tiffany Haddish, and she plays, uh, she is voicing a sixth grade girl who is, uh, who's like the Regina George, who's like Queen Mean Girl, okay. right? But then she gets turned into a rhinoceros. <laughs> And has to learn to have a better, better, that looks at everything kind of deal. All right, so mine is called Ryan. No, you didn't. Uh, I will say it was between that and uh, a shrew good bed, which is just word for word, but with chipmunks and shit. Uh, the script doesn't change. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's like the f- fifth uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. They go, they go Oscar baby. Um, all right, so uh, Nina, you'll be playing uh, Cecilia, Great. who is the Tiffany Haddish character. Um, uh, uh, Matt, you'll be playing Zookeeper, and. Um, I would then like for you to also play uh, the... Actually, no, Nate, you'll play the witch. And <laughs> and, uh, and then, exists. Nate, you'll yes. also play um, Mean Girl 1. Chris, you'll play Mean Girl 2. And I Fuck will play you. Mean Girl 3. Role I was born for. All right. Um, so what I have is, like, the first scene of the movie. I was, like, making it a trailer. And then in usual fashion, as I'm writing the trailer, I accidentally end up making, like, the, the opening <laughs> scene. And I just keep going. Um all right, so, uh, but then after that, I got, like, how the rest of the movie flushes out loosely. Okay, here we go. Right, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Exterior, day, Philadelphia Zoo. Fade out, uh, sorry, fade to a school bus arriving at the zoo's entrance. We see the kids from Miss Ellington's sixth grade class get off the bus. We see all of them run off the bus willy-nilly, except one group of students. We see an entourage of four mean girls step off the bus. All of them, in a row, are all looking at their phones. They then turn, put their phones in their designer purses, stand in a two-by-two formation as the queen mean girl steps off the bus. Cecilia, voiced by Tiffany Haddish, steps off the bus and continues looking at her phone. She looks up and says, Ugh, the zoo? Zoo field trips are so third grade. The other girls join in by responding in agreement. And we just improvise this. Oh my god. Uh, you are so, so right. This place is so dirty. Uh, they all follow behind her and they, as they walk towards the rest of the class and then into the zoo. They pass by the animals and all the kids except the mean girls are impressed. We see them scoff at the lemurs, belittle the orangutans, <laughs> jeer at the lizards, and show utter disgust when they pass the buggy exhibit. Uh, we conclude at the rhino exhibit. All the kids are watching over an elevated ledge as they listen to the zookeeper's presentation. And finally, we have the rhino Rhinoceros exhibit. Rhinos communicate through their honks and sneezes. They love rolling around in the mud and can grow to be over 7,000 pounds. <laughs> Fade out zookeeper as we focus in on Cecilia's and the mean girls having their own conversation. I know they can't talk words and stuff, but honking and sneezing is pretty stupid. Ew. They like to roll around in the mud? That's so gross. If I was that fat... 
I'd roll around in the mud to hide myself too. Out of all the ugly animals we've seen, this one takes the cake. Well, taking the cake is probably how the beast got to be 7,000 pounds! <laughs> we see another creepy zookeeper coming out of the exit uh, exhibit back gate, and she overhears the mean girls. Uh, the zookeeper's name is Broomhilda, voiced by Duce Sloan, who's, uh, who's on the, uh, the Daily Show. Uh, and a fantastic comedian, and she is secretly a witch. Uh, she does not know, uh, she does not like what she's seeing. Cut back to the other zookeeper finishing up his speech. And now that you've seen all of the exhibits and have been such a great tour group, well, almost all of you, <laughs> we have some ice cream for you in the party room. Yay! 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 Cheer and run towards the ice cream. All the mean girls look to Cecilia for permission. Ew, ice cream is so fattening. If you all want some, I guess you can go. Just remember, if you eat too much, you might end up in the park rolling around in the mud, too. Get away from me. You're blocking my light for my selfie. I figure that the only thing that can make me prettier is taking a pic with these uggos. The mean girls sadly walk off, hurt by their, what their friend just said to them. Cecilia starts angling her phone and becomes distracted when she's trying to take the perfect shot. We see that Broomhilda is still watching and saw the whole scene play out. She, we see her raise her hands and cast a spell towards Cecilia. She begins her curse by saying, In this tween time, this darkest hour, I will call upon the sacred power. Walk together, but stand alone. Command the un for the unseen to be shown. She forcefully flicks her arms as if she was throwing the curse at Cecilia. Uh, we then see Cecilia get hit by the curse and fall backwards into the onto the ground into the exhibit. Uh, we then see two rhinos like standing over her <laughs> as she passes out. Alright. Uh, so uh, yeah, then later that night she awakens and she's fully turned into a rhino. <laughs> Uh, she's, you know, uh, so she wakes up and she sees Broomhilda standing over top and she's like, you have been cursed for being too self-obsessed and too image-focused, so you have to, so I'm going to turn you into this rhino and my evil plan, and this is kind of like grim fairy tale kind of shit that like, yeah. this witch is there to turn, like, their job is to turn every child into an animal <laughs> until they learn to... <laughs> what if there's a good child? Do they get to just pick an animal that they want to be? Uh, no, no, good children don't don't get turned into animals. Oh, okay. That's but, Buddhism. But, oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I should study that. <laughs> that's when you die, you come back as a better that's animal. That's Hindu. Oh, that's Hinduism. <laughs> I don't know. We should I, study these. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of making animal bun movies. Uh, so, yeah, I also, I, it's kind of like Saw. You know, Saw's <laughs> philosophy is that I'm going to torture this person by turning them into something. Oh, okay. And, and until you... I thought you meant lesson. Saw, but with animals. Like this a, is for kids, no, no. so Seesaw. Seesaw. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's a, it gets to the part and the music builds where uh, Cecilia is like, uh, oh, Ryan, no, you didn't. And then yeah. she throws it back and she's like, Ryan, yes, I did. <laughs> And then vanishes. 
Um, she gets some help with. Uh, the, we got some big celebrities in this. We got we got Lizzo. Okay. And she's a hippo. So Lizzo the hippo. Yep. Right. And then Megan the stallion. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I thought this was Megan the Stallone. I thought there was just have... The Stallone. Yeah, yeah. That's how it's written. Hey, well, you a rhino. Oh, oh, you know, he is definitely a horse in it, too. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> She's like, she'll be like, I need to go get the rest of the horses. And he's like... Just Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, as the Italian as well. The Italian, yes, of course. <laughs> Oh my um, god, it's just the Expendables characters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's lots of dancing in this movie. Yes. Uh, there's a principal, and he he works with the witch, and he's 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 mean guy. But uh, he's trying to catch the rhino in the school in one scene, but uh, the rhino like hits her butt against the like cafeteria or something, and he slips and falls in pudding. Uh, <laughs> uh, the mean girls. Also get turned into animals. Uh, there's a chase through Philly, and it's like, yeah, there's like a total Rocky thing, right? Mm-hmm. Rocky homage, and it's just kind of like, you hear the da-da-da, and she's like running up the steps, but she's like destroying the steps. Oh my god! <laughs> she's a giant. <laughs> she's a giant. <laughs> she like use her horn to like take Rocky's head off the statue? Yeah. And like all, and there's like a whole scene of like other people running behind her. They're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> it zooms in on an actual tiger and it just winks at the camera. It's like, "I know what we did here." So stuff happens in the movie, and uh, all the curses get reversed, and all these people, uh, you know, they're freed and they're no longer animals. Unfortunately, the zoo closes. Uh, <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the witch, she falls in mayonnaise and dies. That's the best. And the principal gets sent to stupid jail. It's a jail where all these stupid people go. Uh, and, yeah, she learns to be a better person. There's a big dance party at the end, and then a shooting scar, uh, star in the sky that says the end. That's, and that's nice. the end of the movie. I love how much I emphasis there is it. on dancing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually want to see this movie. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. This is... I, uh, the image of dancing hippos and rhinos is like... Like real ones, though. Like not yeah. Fantasia not cartoon Fantasia, ones. Yeah. Did you just steal the script to Zootopia 2? Like, <laughs> is, is that what Zootopia is? I put it, you, oh, could be. Could be. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, Whenever no, we do Zootopia 2, if I see this same script again... Yeah, wait, okay, Zootopia. yeah. So wait, Zootopia, though, is a is a world where there are no humans, and it's just animals. Well, all the animals got turned into humans for, oh, by, by animal witches. Oh, I forgot a lot about that. I don't know, I've never seen the movie. There's I was just going to Zootopia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Zootopia. Zootopia. Try everything. It's about, like, it's about like a rabbit cop. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Has a lot about capitalism, a lot okay. about the patriarchy in that movie. And it's The Sloth is cool. It's a great film, actually. Oh, The Sloth is like a DMV guy or something. Yeah, right? yeah. he's like... No. It's, so it, sloth. it was like the first movie in... I could ever, really ever remember where they just used a scene from the movie in it, like a Disney movie as a trailer. Oh, they used to do that all the time. No, uh, yo, I can't remember what in like the past ten years outside of that. That's one. fair. That's fair. You know. Well, that was great. Thanks. Yeah, that, that was, was yeah. That was. Thanks. 
Uh, yeah, what well, b- before we move on, are there any other celebrities that you'd like to see uh, that, um, <laughs> that could be animals? Well, obviously, oh, that could be animals. Danny DeVito. Oh, uh, yeah. As, as a warthog? As, of course, as a warthog. <laughs> I feel like Oprah could be an orca. Uh-huh. Uh, it would be Orca Winfrey. Orca Winfrey. <laughs> It'd be a nice touch to have, uh, like, either Jonathan Taylor Thomas or Matthew Broderick show up as a lion. Yes, okay. that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Let's see who else. Timothy Calame. He's a cow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a deep cut. Uh, you zoom in on one of the animals that's itchy all the time, and you zoom in and you see Tick Nataro. Yes. <laughs> she would be a great voice for a She'd tick. She'd be a great tick voice. Ah, suck your blood. Uh, yeah. I but can't do it. You know who doesn't get cast? Ant. Right. <laughs> who? Ant. Is that a person? Yeah, you remember? He was, he was a big comic in like the early thousands. Yeah. <laughs> Not the 2000s? The thousands? Well, that's what I call it. I don't know. The real thousands. <laughs> like 2001 to 2003. Like there was a comedian, a stand-up whose name was just Ant. Oh, I never heard of I him. I don't know this. There's guy. a reason. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's bad. Do we bring him back? Give him a second chance? Okay, no. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Okay, <laughs> oh, Will I Lamb? Nice, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> You're the whole black eyed peas get for heels. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to think of more people. Yeah. I can't. I don't know any black eyed peas. All right. If at any point throughout the rest of this anyone thinks of a really good one, just yeah. stop everything. Yeah, stop <laughs> everything. It. We need to hear it. The only one I can think of right now is Jerry Stiller as a giraffe. <laughs> yes, Jerry the giraffe. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Who played the giraffe in Madame Madagascar? That was Chris Rock, wasn't it? Chris Rock was, was the zebra. 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 I think oh, it was wait, Ross there from was Friends. no. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Paul Schwe- David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. The Schwims. Me and David Schwimmer have the same birthday. Fun fact. Oh. November 12th, if anyone wants to buy me a present in November. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you a, a, a David Schwimmer's headshot. Yeah! <laughs> we can get a cameo from David Schwimmer. No, I, no don't pay for that. That's <laughs> expensive. I'd rather have a picture. <laughs> no, no, I'd rather have a picture. <laughs> David Swimmer cameo. It's going to be like $150 or something stupid. Okay, Google, how much is a David Swimmer cameo? Rod Blavojevich makes you pay $80 for it. Who is that? The former governor of Illinois who went to jail that Donald Trump pardoned. He He lives in Ravenswood. Yeah, dude, that dude runs around in like traffic around. (laughs) He has great hair. Oh, so so much information happening. <laughs> People want a cameo of his? No, nobody likes Budoyevich. No, but, so, okay, so my uh, my podcast, that we, we did an episode on Rod Budoyevich, and so then we asked for a cameo from him, and we paid $80 for it. And, uh, yeah, he sent us a five-minute cameo. <laughs> That's amazing. It's really funny. That dude's a nutbag. Like, I've literally seen him over on, like, uh, Western and Lawrence running in traffic and just, like, Hey guys, and like he's like stopping lights and shit, just like people. just fucking looking like a ghoul running around in traffic. He made his wife go on a reality show for celebrities, and she had to eat a tarantula. Ugh. To wow. save her family. I feel like eating tarantulas is in the opposite spirit of this animal movie. Sorry, this took a derail. This really took a derail. It's all no, my not fault. At all, not at all. Um, that's wild. 
Who knew we were neighbors? We were rubbing neighbors elbows. Rubbing with... elbows with Rod Blagojevich. <laughs> I oh. never can say his last name right. Wayne Rod. Newton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got too excited for that. That was perfect. Newton. <laughs> Way to tie it in. Um, that was amazing. Yeah, Steve, thank you so much. I, I want to know more about that's that world. Fun. I want to see more, more from that world. I just uh, think it would be, it's a, you know, if you're going to put out some whatever animal movie, DreamWorks, put out this. <laughs> go ahead, take the idea. It's a good one. Yeah. I just love Fun. how people die in thick condiments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. I don't know if pudding counts as a condiment. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Yeah, yeah but I, yeah, could. thick consistency. The mm. Foods. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make fun of like these kids' movies by being like, it doesn't matter how the bad person dies; <laughs> they, just, they yeah. fall, they fall into pudding. <laughs> an, entire, party. an entire generation yeah. is traumatized by pudding. <laughs> Jessica Chimpson. <laughs> I'm just imagining. Chimpson. 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 I hate that we haven't done this for every Sunday before this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that's great. So dumb. Oh. Um, what's even dumber is my script. <laughs> this is more of a, I don't even know what to call it, plot, a pitch, whatever. Okay. Uh, it explains the whole story very quickly with sprinkles of dialogue. Okay. Um, I will read the stage directions. Nate, you will be worker. Nope. Um, Steve, I'm going to have you be Kelly. Okay. Chris, you're going to be Robert. Okay. And then, um, Gron, oh, wait. Yeah. Matt, you are going to be Waxer. Great. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Are we ready? I think mm-hmm. so. Beast Infection. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nate, for that title. Uh, sorry, world, for that title. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 2021. A worldwide pandemic has been sweeping over the planet for an entire year. No one truly knows how it starts. Internet memes say it was from eating a bat. Others say that Bill Gates made the infection in a lab and that it's all his fault. However, life for the citizens of Earth has been flipped upside down. Luckily, a beacon of hope has come in the form of a vaccine. Kelly Andrews is driving on her way to receive the long-awaited vaccine. She's excited and hopeful as she drives up to the vaccine site. The site where they are administering the vaccine is a large, empty (laughs) building. This has nothing based off of my own life, by the way. It is set up almost like an airport, with long lines, tables spaced six feet apart, with nurses ready to give the vaccine. Kelly is nervous. People have complained about feeling sick once they've gotten the vaccine. She had a huge project at work and didn't have time to feel sick. One of the workers sensed Kelly's nerves. You're not nervous, are you? I don't like getting shots. Well, here we have the Kmart special. (laughs) Best there is. The big building had once been an old Kmart that went out of business. 
guess the blue light specials weren't so special after all. Kelly finally goes to the table to get her vaccine. It is painless. During the 15-minute waiting period, she plays on her phone. She moves her arm around to prevent it from becoming too sore. The rest of the day is business as usual. A few days go by and Kelly doesn't seem out of the ordinary. In fact, she feels spectacular. She gets her work project completed and goes to her fitness classes. Life is as it should be. That night, she's putting lotion on her legs and she notices something. Strange. Her hair is longer and thicker. Her partner, Robert, is brushing his teeth while she puts on lotion. What the heck? I just shaved my legs. What's wrong? Look at my legs. Look, look how hairy they are. I'd still hit it. <laughs> I knew I should have started waxing a while ago. This hair doesn't grow as fast. I wonder if it's because I've been taking, uh, taking biotin. Maybe it's from the vaccine. Don't be stupid. You sound like a QAnon conspiracy idiot. I'm just saying that your legs weren't that hairy before you got the vaccine. Robert, shut up. If that's what your legs look like, let's look at your armpits. You get away from my armpits. <laughs> let's have a contest to see who has the hairier armpits. Robert lifts up Kelly's arm. No hair. He assures her that her leg hair is just fine. She, Kelly goes into the shower and shaves. They go to bed. The next morning, Kelly wakes up. Her leg hair has grown back. She's stunned. She runs to the mirror to see if her armpits are okay. They're fine, for now. She goes about her day as normal, but wears long pants. A few weeks pass, and Kelly is noticing that her arm hair is getting thicker too. Not as crazy as her legs, but noticeable. She books an appointment with her local waxer. What are we doing today? Legs and arms. How are your pits? I think they're okay. Waxer looks at Kelly's pits. Might as well do them. As the waxer is working, she makes small talk with Kelly. It's crazy. Everybody's been needing a wax lately. I don't know what's going on. Oh, sorry. I lost my place. Uh, my bad. Fuck. Oh, there you are. Huh. Weird. I wonder why. I don't mind. Better for me. Kelly is thrilled with her smooth legs, arms, and underarms. She drives home. Robert also doesn't mind her smooth appendages. <laughs> <laughs> they have animalistic sex. They break the headboard. <laughs> they agree that this is strange, but they don't really think anything of it. In the morning, Kelly wakes up to go brush her teeth. She notices a faint line of hair around her chin. She slaps herself in the face because she has to be dreaming. She's not. She looks down at her arms and hair is poking above the surface. Her legs look the same. She lifts up her shirt to discover that her body is covered in soft hair. She screams and has a mental breakdown. Kelly falls into a deep depression. She refuses to leave the house. I look like the Chewbacca. Oops, that was not supposed to. <laughs> the Chewbacca. The. The Chewbacca. One day, she's sitting on her couch, curled up in a ball, watching The View. They have a celebrity guest on the show who's urging people to not get the vaccine. She tells them about how some of her closest friends have developed long hair all over their bodies from the vaccine. The women on the show laugh it off. Hundreds of people start calling into the show, saying that they too have developed crazy amounts of hair on their bodies after getting the vaccine. Kelly doesn't feel alone. Weeks go by as more and more vaccines are administered, more and more people are complaining about this side effect. Robert also develops an insane amount of body hair. I'm glad I'm not the only one who is obscenely hairy. And I like you, Harry. I think it's hot. Oh yeah? So sexy. What's it called when you're sexually attracted to Chewbacca? 
I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> soon, soon the entire world is extremely hairy. It's clear who's gotten the vaccine and who hasn't. Those who still appear to look no- like normal humans end up getting the vaccine so they aren't ridiculed in public. <laughs> what seems to have been a massive failure in terms of side effects ended up being the best thing that happened to the planet. People quit viewing themselves so harshly because not everyone looks... Wait, what? Because not every... Wait, I don't know what I was supposed to say here. Because now everyone... Because now everyone looks like a beast. People started caring about their health and the health of others because now everyone looked the same. And people started being kinder to one another because all of their bodies were changing at the same time. Kelly and Robert go about their lives normally. We see the movie end with them sitting on a beach drinking a margarita. The waiter comes over and gives them their drinks. He is also insanely hairy. Kelly and Robert, cheers. We should go skinny dipping later. Would it even be considered skinny dipping since we can't see anything? Good point. Why am I even wearing this bikini? Kelly downs her drink, takes off her neon pink bikini, and runs off into the ocean. The end. Yeah! Yeah. That was, yeah. everyone turns into an animal. I guess it, I, after I wrote it, I was like, is that actually an animal movie? I don't know. I, I think it oh, works. I think it counts. You know how it's tendencies. like there's that rule where it's like if you can think of it, a porn exists about it. Right. Yeah. There's Chewbacca porn. There absolutely yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I looked up sexually attracted to Chewbacca. What is it? Like, I was trying to find what it actually is called, and I couldn't find anything. I was really upset. Oh, like, Make someone is attracted to Chewbacca out there. Yeah. yeah. And, like, there's not a name for it. Not yet. Not yet. What a- but what, a, what is a Wookiee fetish called? A Wookiee fetish, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Alexa. yeah. <laughs> Guys, in your uh, at, in, in your world, they can watch crime documentaries about uh, John Wayne Gay Seal. <laughs> <laughs> They're making Wookiee. Yeah. While, while listening. Wookie. While listening to the talk show starring Regis Dolphin. <laughs> Yeah, we just film it as a dolphin. He's in like a half little tub, and he's standing up talking to the you know camera. Um, Fuck yeah! Yeah, Nina, this was this was great. This was like I know we were doing animal movies, but like you totally nailed like a, a good like heartwarming. Vaccine story, yeah. yes, in there. It's like, a blue sky horror movie, <laughs> which I don't think exists. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, this terrible transformation happened, but okay with it, you know, we'll live yeah, with it. It's fine. All right, it reminds me of when Fiona is finally okay with being an ogre and Shrek, yeah. yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm all right. Oh, this yeah. is the new normal, okay, yeah, yeah, let's rock it. And if this is the price for not dying, so be it. <laughs> what a great message. Yeah. And then everyone's like, well, I'm sick of being the only one who's not hairy. I guess I'll get the vaccine. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, if this was a popular podcast, imagine, like, right-wing media grabbing this and being like, it'll turn you into Chewbacca. I'm not trying to be Chewbacca. Chewbacca's in the sky. I'm here down in America. They're trying to turn us all into Chewbacca's out there with their Kmart, Pfizer, Moderna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of us don't have any interest in intergalactic space politics. (laughs) (laughs) Drive a semi, that's good enough for me. (laughs) 
stupid. Uh, so are they, so. Yeah. yeah. Right? Wow. Uh, that is amazing. I'm excited for St. Bernard. Uh, oh, my God. Nate, oh, my God, I'm away. terrified. Dude, I'm, I'm actually terrified. Okay. Here's where we decided that this could actually be done, because I was pitching this to Rebus here, and I was like, hey, it's like Megalodon about like uh, sharks and the mafia. He's like, oh, that's dumb. And I go, ooh, I just came up with another one. It's called St. Bernard. It's set in the Airbud universe about a dog who becomes a pastor. <laughs> so uh, I just wrote a quick, like, uh, <laughs> Airbud and his whole family are there in suits and ties. <laughs> and nice um, Sunday before, dresses. You, before you start, what what type of pastor is this saint? This dog? Uh, I didn't know the difference between Buddhism and <laughs> about uh, ten minutes ago, so I'm not stepping on this one either. All right, let me listen to the pitch, and then um, I will tell you what kind of pastor this dog needs to be. Uh, one that has a lot of bake sales. Okay. Catholic. Catholic. <laughs> they all kind of have yeah, a lot of Yeah, any Christian. Yeah. 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 If you uh, worship Jesus, you bake goods. I don't yeah. know. I don't make the rules. Yeah. So originally, uh, I forgot you were coming. Uh, so I had everybody play multiple parts, but now it works out. Everybody has one. Oh, Yay! perfect. But we're still color coordinated. Uh, Grande, you will be playing uh, Philly Green, Angry Guy, because I worked real hard on names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Reeves, you'll be doing yeah. Packer Gold and doing narration. Okay. Now I know you've got your Ohio Red, and Matt, I don't know where you're from, so I guess you're a Vikings fan now. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be playing some purple. Shockman. He's he Shockman. shocked man and country guy? Uh, no, I'm, per- I'm blue. Okay. They okay. kind of look alike. Oh. No, no, they don't. I'm blind. It's fine. Uh, St. Bernard, we're ready to go into it? Yeah, this is just the trailer for the movie, so you're getting little snippets from beginning, middle, and end of it. And since it's so short, I just got a rapid-fire pitch section for movies that I maybe wrote one or two while we were doing this podcast. Yes, okay. Okay. St. Bernard. A small town down on its luck just lost its pastor. Is anybody going to say anything about Pastor Noah? Nobody knows what to say! But it is about to get a new leash on life. Somebody get that goddamn dog out of this funeral! <laughs> He's knocking everything over! Watch out for Pastor Noah's Bible! Oh no! It opened when it fell! <gasps> it's... it's... it's the perfect thing to say. This dog is about to start a new yapter in its life. His collar says his name is Mom. Are we really going to do this? Ain't nowhere in the Bible says you can't have no dog be no priest. <laughs> now, to save this town, he needs to save his flock. Why is this dog at a bake sale? I need to talk to him. Put him here. You'll have to talk to the man upstairs. Ugh. You can't have a dog Ain't a- nowhere in the Bible <laughs> says that no dog can't be no priest. There is nothing new in the puppet. <laughs> where is our leader? Through the deserts and where Mo sits. Oh, desserts. Through the deserts <laughs> and where Mo sits. I'm not sure yet, but I think he must just be a good boy. Did you just call him a good boy? No way! Yahweh. (laughs) They can't figure out how he is doing it, but he has never led them astray. 
from none of the makers of Airbud come a movie that's truly possum. Saint Bernard. Ain't nowhere in the Bible says that no dog can't be no praise. <laughs> I had some real stretches of puns in there nice. through the desserts where Mo sits. Mo sits through the desserts. Oh God, I yeah. didn't even catch it. That was a Moses reference. It was desert, right? Yeah. It was supposed to be desert. It was it's desserts because they're still at the, the bake sale. But goddamn, that was a stretch. Oh my god. The pulpit puppet line yeah. didn't work because I knew it wouldn't, but I still put it in. Um, before you get into <laughs> ridiculous. Before you get into your other other movie pitches, um, what are could you think of any things that like the that Saint Bernard would do at like mass? Like would he would he put like the communion tray in his mouth and like oh, yeah. go around oh. and serve it like how does, it, uh, how does this dog run a mass? Is oh, he doesn't. Asking? He's just kind of there, and everybody's just subscribing all of their like views on him. Like he he like gives everybody away at a wedding, but he won't like drop the ring. They're like. Drop it. <laughs> Drop it. The part like, I give you peace, my peace I give you. It's I give you treats, my treats I give you. <laughs> and every time they they turn around and be like and shake hands with people, because that's a church thing, the dog is just flopping up on oh. people with his big ass hands. Pop. Yeah. Pop. Pop. At the pop it. Pause be yeah. with you. Yeah. Pop it would have been. Ah, there's so, the wires. Oh, yeah. the pop so it. so when he gives a sermon, is he just barking? Yep. Okay. Just for like <laughs> thirty the, minutes of mass, yeah. full bar. I think he just does the same thing where he knocks over like the Bible because he's a big dumb German Shepherd or whatever. Or, or, or a Saint Bernard. Bernard. Saint Bernard, yeah. Or the Saint Bernard, like well, don't aren't those the ones with the little barrels little under their so, like, Yeah. When they're serving the wine too. <laughs> he just they suddenly pops the cork. They're, I call them Beethovens. They're Beethovens. They're Beethovens. Right? Yes. Okay. They're Beethovens. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. All right. All right. You know what? I actually do want to see this movie as well. Yeah. <laughs> Only because I just have seen so many terrible Christian movies in my life, and this one is not the worst. Yeah, this this is a movie that I would definitely rather go see with my family on like Easter movie weekend. Yeah. You know. Instead of the Passion of the Christ, you watch yeah. Saint uh, yeah. Bernard. Oh my God. A little light, a little more lighthearted. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Hilarious. Yeah, I want to see this. All movie. the dog finding eggs on Easter. <laughs> Get beaten off kids. Also, the dog finding salvation. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, all right. So that was so short. I came up with uh, all of these in the past two hours. All right. Uh, Earth is destroyed. A man leads uh, two of every animal into space to save them, but something else is on board. It's called No Way Out. <laughs> <laughs> I was going with the real church theme here. Yeah, Ooh. I guess so. Uh, most of the people, uh, most of the popular people on Instagram are getting sick and dying. It's called influencers. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, uh, then we have the Megalodon. Oh, this one is just for Revis. Okay. It's a movie about a video game where you try to get the perfect people to be in a movie about fishing. It's called Dreamcast, Dreamcast, Dreamcast. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wrote a, uh, there's a sequel to uh, Ryan No You Didn't called I'll Do It. <laughs> there's just a full ripoff of Sharknado called Hurricanes about birds stuck in a uh, hurricane. Uh, that sounds so cool. There is a uh, sequel to Revis's movie uh, but with uh, Axel in it called Hair Razor, uh, just a shot for shot remake of Hellraiser. 
there is a uh, movie about a podcast called White Collar Red Hams about pigs who commit crimes. In office buildings. Uh, uh, there's a movie about a dispensary in an airplane called Airbud. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Disney would never let that happen. Uh, a, a gladiate tornado about people who fight getting stuck in the tornado. Just thought of tornadoes. I just love tornadoes. Okay, the tornado. Ah! And I say my uh, favorite for last, I came up uh, right while well, I was taking a pee, staring into a uh, little... Uh, Wicket above our toilet. It's about a Star Wars character who gets into a speeder accident and learns to walk again. He called E Walks Again. <laughs> oh <good>. my god. <laughs> I would see a Hurricane. Yeah. Hurricane, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nate, these are. Something else. This is like a, a glimpse into your brain, and I love it. Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> and I'm terrified. <laughs> Oh, um, Matt, we uh, we sort of just roped you in here and we're like, hey, you want to be a reader on this episode? So we didn't prompt you and ask you to prepare anything. But if you have anything, we'd love to hear it. I got nothing. Great. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I put you on the spot. He's, he's like, I can't uh, outdo what was just done. Yeah. yeah. The greatness. I, listen, yeah. you guys are the meat potatoes. I'm the parsley. Okay? <laughs> do it with animals, though. Uh, um, okay, uh, Jessica Albatross. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm contributing. Yeah. <laughs> and I win. Y'all go home now? <laughs> Did you just think of that or were you sitting on it for a little bit? Been sitting on it, yeah, okay. come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. man. Yeah. Oh. There's a there's a, like a a bird who who plays the blues and his name is BB Kingfisher. Oh, I dig. I dig. <laughs> oh my god. This is ridiculous. Uh. <sighs> Write your favorite animal pun celebrity oh. names you can think of in the comments. Guys, I'm like a YouTuber. Dude, you are. That's yeah. not a bad idea though. Yeah, like, I, actually. After you go on our Facebook or our Instagram and tell us some more animal <laughs> celebrity animal puns and or your favorite I hope people movies. already started doing that 20 minutes ago. I thought too. of Jessica Albatross and then I just said, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, this has been the most ridiculously fun time. Yes. Uh, these movies. Thank you, Nate, for inspiring yep. uh, a uh, <laughs> original set of just genre movies. Uh, I'm sure we'll uh, be back for doing this again sometime soon. <laughs> I'm sure too. And as long as there's animals involved, I guess Matt will be too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a veil. I'm on check a veil. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, uh, Nina, do you have anything to plug or pitch or how can people follow you uh, on maybe social media? Yeah, I've been booking some shows, so if you want to come out and see a show, that'd be awesome. Um, you can follow my Instagram at... Wait. Yes. Okay. I was like, <laughs> at, at... <nah. laughs> Alright, my Instagram handle is at I am Nina Kern. That's N-I-N-A-K-E-R-N. Fantastic. And you can listen to White Collars... Red Hands. Anywhere you get your podcast. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And that's all of them. 
Uh, Anchor. <laughs> no, we're on Anchor. There's something else that it's on. That Podbean? Mm -hmm. I don't know about that mm -hmm. one. We got, we're got. we on YouTube. Okay, there we go. With the Entertainment Buffet. Yeah. Fantastic. Here we are. And uh, Nate, do you have anything to plug or how can people follow you if you want to put that information uh, I'd rather you not follow me. I've Great. got somewhere to be. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, Matt? Uh, I'd like to direct your attention towards uh, Chris and Matt mm -hmm. on YouTube, uh, mm -hmm. Facebook, and then on Instagram. The handle is just Chris and Matt Official uh, for all your sketch comedy dreams. Fantastic, Steve. Nice. I want to give a plug to uh, our buddy LK Jeremy. Yeah, buddy. On the Twitch channel. <laughs> um, just, just want to throw out. You know, we we go on this thing and uh, on Twitch and play marbles every Saturday night and we make it into a drinking game. So, open invitation to anyone who I wants really to join want, us. I kind of want to show up for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, yeah it's, it's easy to sign up and uh, it, that's the best way to follow Nate. So, I'm going to give... Follow me by being a drunk dude yeah. on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this episode will come out before the show run is complete, but... Uh, I am uh, producing a show at The Annoyance that's going to be airing through Twitch, twitch.tv slash annoyance theater, called Vision, which is an improvised show based entirely on submissions from uh, audience beforehand, photos, videos, voicemail, and text during the show as well is going to influence what the show actually is. Oh, cool. Uh, so check that out. That's going to be Thursdays at 8 p.m., I believe. Um, just go to theannoyance.com for more information on that. Um, real quick, one more thing is uh, i got to give a quick shout out to the bossest uh, art person that you could ask for, Miss Kira Redzenak, who does all of our episode yeah, art. Yeah! Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to see what she comes up with for an animal, <laughs> animal movie. Airhorn. <laughs> Airhorn? Hey, instead of doing... Oh, oh. <laughs> it's lazy. Oh, oh, I was thinking it was a movie about like a bird that's also well, a unicorn. I was, I was, yeah, I was like, oh, is it like a, the rhino plays basketball now? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I get excited, I do. It's yeah. not until at least the third one. Airhorn, yeah, he wins three. He wins three championships in a row and then retires to play basketball. <laughs> nice. There we go. There's my pitch. His yeah. Own <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, amazing. Uh, but you guys, uh, as much as I want to keep talking about silly animal movies, I got to get running because uh, I'm David Lynch in a black and white world and I'm interviewing a legit monkey to try and figure out what he did. Okay. Oh. Well, I, uh, I'm, I'm actually sorry. I got to run. Um, I am a... Uh, big yeti and all of a sudden these monsters just popped into my land and I had to help them get back so that they could save the city with the electricity. Okay. Well, I, I gotta run too. Um, I'm trying to escape genocide and then uh, show up <laughs> show up on the family farm and pretend to be someone I'm not 
and then go in disguise so they don't eat me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I knew this. Uh, I too must run. I am no longer an alcoholic in charge of children. I am now a stuck-up hockey coach. Somehow not good enough to teach Americans to beat Iceland, even though it's green and Greenland is icy. Yeah, no worries, guys. I gotta run too. I gotta find my son. Uh, my wife is dead, and I have to find my son. And I'm a fish. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost my son. <laughs>